Yo, what up out there, guys and gals? It's your boy Zay here, representing the culture of dad, back again with a brand new Cult of Dad podcast, the place where we discuss all things dad, which is simply all things. Now, quick verbal disclaimer, although we may discuss daddy issues, family issues, and the like, this podcast is intended for mature audiences. Here is what we have real talk from and repping a daddy's perspective. Your discretion is advised. So welcome back. I know we've been away on a little bit of a hiatus, but we are back and in full effect. You're tuning into episode number 11 where today we are talking labels. The labels given to us from birth and throughout our lives. Typically, they often define us, they define our traits, our characteristics, how we act. The labels we carry every day, from being a man or a woman, a child, adult, black or white, etc. All these labels that are tacked onto us throughout our lives as we come as we grow from child to adult that we typically carry with us and allow to define whom we are. Now, some labels can change and some labels, unfortunately, never change. In the case of me, if you were to see me externally, somebody was to see me on the street, they would label me, you know, a young black male, a young man of color, um, the idea that I'm young, that is a label that does change over time, right? Uh, At one point, people saw me as a young child or whatever the case may be. Now they may see me as a young man or a young adult. Um, Over time, I'll become an older adult. That's a typical label that does change um, and is quite easy to change. There are a lot of labels that can change. And then there are many labels that stick with us throughout the duration of our lives like the fact that i am black i am a person of color that is not something i could ever shed well not to get into the philosophical implications as far as skin bleaching and things of that nature but that's all conversation for another podcast the idea being that Genetically speaking, from birth, I've always been a person of color, and I will continue to be so for the duration of my life. The thing about the tricky thing about labels is, however, that they come with all sorts of assumptions and stigmas attached to them. Unfortunately, certain areas in our society, certain areas in our culture, they'll they'll deem the idea of being black, uh, being a person of color to be associated with being less than, maybe being a hoodlum, maybe being some sort of threat or dangerous. Um, In other particular situations, in other particular environments, being a person of color could be uh, attached and associated with more ideal notions. Uh, You're a person of color, so you have style and you influence culture or maybe you're strong, whatever the case may be, whatever types of assumptions, whatever types of uh, generalizations are attached to any particular label, having that label 
leaves me susceptible to being attached to whatever particular assumptions anybody has in regards to that label. It's a fine, touchy subject, but it is part of our culture. We, as a society, as just a species, have an affinity for labels. We need to identify and label everything. Everything has to have a name. Everything has to have some sort of category that it can fit in, some sort of box that it can be placed into so that we have some sort of sense of security in our understanding of those things. The sad truth of the matter is, as a species, we do fear the unknown and we do have resistance and hesitation about embracing what we don't know, embracing what we don't understand. So typically labeling things allows us to put them in a box in a sort of way that makes it easier, easier for us to understand whether you label a person who's Asian um, as, okay, they're Asian, that's their label. We attach all sorts of ideas like, okay, maybe they must be intelligent or maybe they're hard workers or whatever type of association, but that allows us to feel like we understand them. We think we understand that culture. We think we understand this particular person in front of us because we understand some random generalizations that we might associate with the label Asian. Unfortunately, things are not ever so simple as is the case with life. Sometimes you can be whatever your particular label is and be completely polar opposite. I know many Asian people who are not the mathematicians, math wizards that culturally we try to deem Asian people as being. So that's just one example of how labels can be deceiving. And it is unfortunately a sad fact of the world that we live in. Now, picking up with our last point, it brings to mind the thought of the limiting nature of labels, how people use labels to put others in a box. Like I said, we like to identify things in a way that we can feel safe in understanding them. We can we can know what to expect. So we put we create these labels and we put people into boxes that allow us to feel safe in knowing what we can expect from them. Whether or not that is actually true or false is still to be seen, but it is something that we do. We do. Now that said, as unfortunate as it is, it's very easy to really adapt these labels and really be begin to believe that these labels are part of our identities, are part of who we are. Especially the younger, uh, not to say weaker-minded, but those who don't necessarily know any better, it's very easy to fall into, a, fall into that trap and pitfall of believing you are the labels that's placed on you. Um, you know, when I was young and growing up in the quote-unquote hood, or whatever the case may be, looked at as a black man and seen as 
whatever associations that black people may be seen as, in my particular neck of the woods, you know, it was deemed that a young black man is automatically some sort of thug, some sort of threat, you know, and, and these were just additional labels that were tacked on to me over time. Now, I me mean, personally, I've never been a thug or some sort of major troublemaker. Sure, maybe I'm maybe I'm a little mischievous and I get into my own fair share of trouble, but I've never really lived any particular lifestyle that would have me branded as some sort of thug or criminal element. But at the same time, being attached to such labels, it was very easy to begin believing that about myself. And when you start to believe these things about yourself, whether they're true or false, just because these labels are attached to you, then it can really lead you down a path that you may or may not want to go. But the point is that it becomes a leading factor in your life rather than you making your own decision as far as how or what you want to be outside of the label, outside of the box that the society, the culture is trying to put you in on you. It makes me think that, think back to the time when I was young. And as I said, I was actually starting to buy into such labels as being a thug because that was the label attached to a lot of the people that were in my environment. We were all considered thugs and you know, possible threats by a huge segment of the population. And so I fell into that trap of allowing that label to really start to define who I was in in the sense that I might have started hanging around and doing things that would be deemed thuggish behavior or be deemed, um, you know, just within that irk, within that ilk. But that's a typical trap you can definitely fall into, especially when you're young and impressionable. But these these types of instances happen all throughout our lives because as we continue to live on, it seems like more and more labels continue to get thrown onto us, whether we like it or not. Um, you know, so depending on who we are and how strong-minded we are, how thoughtful we are how much we reflect and and think about these things or do research to learn about ourselves, etc. You know, that really goes to affect how much we allow labels to define who we are versus us choosing to define who we are regardless of the labels. And when you're young and impressionable, that is a major stage where a lot of labels really get tacked onto people and they can't shed throughout their lives. Um, I was a lucky one. I will say I was a lucky one because I had the benefit of getting some worldly experiences, getting outside of my environment, learning about myself, exploring spirituality and all these other different aspects that really allowed me to grow beyond a label like thug or a label like um unintelligent or something to that nature simply because I was uh, a young black man from the hood. Um, The fact of the matter is those associations are not true about the entire segment of population and definitely were not true about me. 
But when I was young and impressionable, I definitely bought into it. And I see so many of our kids these days buying into these labels that they are plugged into. Now thinking about the power that these that these labels have over us, especially when it comes to us as a people allowing labels to define whom we are individually and as a whole, as a segment or a population, um, other areas in the world look at Americans as, you know, greedy and self-centered and obnoxious in a lot of ways. Um, and that's, we all get branded with that because we carry the label American, um, et cetera, et cetera. So when I'm thinking about the power that these labels have when we allow ourselves to be defined by them, I start to wonder, what if we could flip that? Like, what if we could actually take labels or we could label ourselves certain things that empower us as opposed to allowing others, society, or even just negative labels, negative associations to labels to define us. If we could consciously take our stories, our histories, and say, you know what, I'm this, I am that, and start to use that label as a method to give us strength and to build us up, how far could we go with that? What difference could that make in our everyday lives? And now that I'm thinking about it, I realize we do do that in a lot of ways. I know personally from my own history, my own experiences, I know I do that in a lot of ways. Stories about my own personal health issues, my own personal health struggles, overcoming my disability or just dealing with it on a day-to-day basis. Um, I, I attach new labels to myself all the time that help make me feel better about my particular story, about my particular history, about where I'm at in my life in order for me to move further further and forward in a more empowered and strengthened way. I recently shared with y'all, I had a stroke a couple of years back. And like I said, I'm a relatively young man. Considering I had a stroke, that was a huge blow for me and a huge setback for me. And I had to do what I had to do to overcome that so that I could finish school, so that I can continue moving forward, so that I can continue being the best father I could be. And in that sense, you know, I picked up the label survivor. And not just survivor, I also picked up the label uh, triumphant. You know, there's a lot of people who are around, they say they're stroke survivors. I, I say I'm stroke triumphant because I overcame that. You know, I... I like to carry the label conqueror because I've conquered many and mostly all of the obstacles in my life. I've never been one to back down and shy from uh, adversity. You know, I carry the label a fighter, not because I'm out in the streets fighting, but because I fight through all the hardships I've ever been through and I've always come out on the other end. And so those are more empowering labels and thinking about how we can do that on a more conscious way to attract labels that really help empower and inspire us 
to kind of live our best lives, be our our grandest selves is a really inspiring thought for me. Because you, like it or not, we're going to get pegged with labels our entire lives by other people, by ourselves. I mean, the labels, they'll come. And like I said earlier, some labels are transient, some labels change, some change over time, some change due to circumstances, but then there are other labels that stick with us forever. And whether or not we allow them to define us, whether we allow those associations with those labels to really seep into who we are and start to affect how we behave, that's really a choice that's up to us. Me personally, I don't like to be labeled um, in a way that disempowers me. And I don't like to be unconscious about the things that are defining me. I choose who I am, not, not the labels. And so when I think about consciously using labels as a tool, as opposed to using, as opposed to allowing labels to define me unconsciously, that, well, that's just the more empowered approach. And then I also have the thought of the idea that we can repurpose these labels. That not all labels, we we don't have to stick to the traditional definitions that these labels try to define us as. We don't have to stick to the boxes that the people or the culture or whomever may try to stick us in. The idea, going back to this idea that Oftentimes, the black man is looked at as a thug. Now, I'm just saying all of this. This is not that I honestly believe that that's what black men are, etc., etc. I'm just using my own personal story to kind of, as an example, to kind of connect with you, the listener. So, just piggybacking on that same example, is it possible for me to redefine those associations instead of looking at the typical label of the black man carrying association or carrying additional labels of being a thug um, redefining that to mean someone who perseveres through hardships someone who has style and charisma and the ability to influence culture to influence masses through our through my style through my athletic prowess or whatever other type of association might be pegged with being black as opposed to picking up the negative connotations and running with that picking up the negative stigmas slanting and leaning myself towards the other side and finding the positives and running with those definitions. The idea being that I'm just curious about figuring out ways that we can take these labels in a conscious way and make them work for us instead of 
having labels be placed upon us by others in a way that define us and don't work for us. Because I honestly believe we are greater than the labels, than other people's perceptions, than any of that nonsense. And to be stuck in, in a box because somebody labeled you this or labeled you that and to think that, hey, this is what I am. This is how the world sees me. This is the roles that I have to play. It's total bullshit. It's not the truth. And I refuse to play those roles when fit my own life. And so I think about these things. How can I repurpose that? How can I break out of that box? How can I de- redefine who I am? How can I define who I am to the world without the world defining who I am for me? These are the things that I thought that I think about, which is why we're having this discussion today on labels. So I bring this all up because I'm thinking about the labels that, well, most of us carry within the culture of that realm, the label of father, the label of dad, parent, some sort of guiding figure or role model. These labels that so many, so many of us, when I look around, tend to uphold as the end all be all of who they are. Now, this is not a slight against women and this is not a shot at them or anything of that nature but just in my personal experience especially when it comes to mothers I've I've come across a lot of women who constantly tout how you know they're they're a mother and that is the first and foremost to them and there's nothing wrong with that more power to them for that but the thought makes me wonder if there's nothing more to them outside of that. Um, I know so many women who talk about uh, living for their children, you know, and putting their children first above and uh, beyond everything else in their lives. I think that's an honestly beautiful and admirable trait to have. Unfortunately, as dad, that's not something that I carry. My son is completely 100% a priority in my life, but he is not the end-all be-all of my life. My role as a father is not the end-all be-all of who I am. And I think a lot of us out here, especially of a lot of us in the culture of that fam, can kind of relate to that. Now, this this is not to get too... I don't want to get too mixed up with the different biological imperatives and, you know, women having certain hormones that make them more nurturing to the children and more loving and making that kind of their priority as far as child rearing, where men have other biological imperatives to go out and be the provider, the protector, you know, the hunter-gatherer mentality which takes us away from the home a lot and makes us a little less detached from the children that we create. I honestly, personally, I know there's some truth there, but that's not the end-all, be-all. 
and you know culture and environment and all these different other influences come into play where we are currently as a society things are completely overhauling in the sense that women are becoming more predominant in the workforce and men are becoming more stay-at-home dads more entrepreneurs more uh working for themselves and being more primary uh caretakers in their children's lives so all of those arguments about the biological imperatives and such kind of go out of out of the window you know based on where we at as, as a society as a whole as a culture i believe there's a lot of shifting happening and the need and necessity for the father is much more predominant i think the desire of men to kind of be able to be at home or be able to be more active in their kids lives has been increasing when you do the research you can actually see that you know the rates are more and more improving over um, the course of the past couple of decades of men who are stepping up into those primary caretaker roles for their children so like I said all of those biological imperative arguments kind of go out of the window and then I'm so I want to keep our conversation on labels separate from that now I only say that to say in that sense with the example that I made about a lot of women using their label as mother and mom and kind of taking that to be the end all be all of whom they are I I also have spoken with a lot of men and a lot of male fathers who don't necessarily feel that way I do know quite a few who do feel like that's the priority the predominant priority in their life I also feel you know obviously raising a child is a supreme important thing um, probably one of the most things we most important things we can do in life in general um, but it is not the only thing and it is definitely not the defining thing of who I am personally and I know for a lot of you out there it's not the defining thing of who you are and so I wonder if that is the case can the idea of the label of daddy or father or mother or parent can that idea be limiting to to some to some degree at, at the very least i know for some people i often think maybe it is because if you allow yourself to believe your life is only about raising this child what happens when that child gets old enough to go out on their own and they no longer uh, wish to you know live under mommy or daddy's rule or cow told to their to their thumb basically um what happens then does your life fall apart do you become obsolete and useless because if, if that's the case then i mean shouldn't most parents kind of just die off as soon as their their children are grown and old enough to stand on their own but that's not what life is about so I, I don't believe our life is about our children. I believe our life is about ourselves. We're here to do things that fulfill us. We're here to create. We're here to create, not just create children, but create life experiences, create the things we wish to enjoy, try to create the world we wish to see. Um, so with that being said, being a father cannot be my defining label. It's a, it's a role that I love to play. It's a role that I am very proud to play. 
but it is not the defining label of me. And I don't think there can be a defining label. I don't think any of these labels truly define me, but perhaps are just partial descriptions of random roles that we play, you know? You're a black man. Okay, so that's part of a role that I play because I'm so much more than a black man. When I die and I and my soul leaves this flesh, I'm not black or white, you know? And that's if you believe in souls and if you believe that there's something more after being here in the physical. But so with that said, at the end of the day, I didn't come here just to grow old enough to pop out some kids and raise them and then die off like my life is not about continuing you know procreation for the sake of humanity because if that's the case there's 7 billion other motherfuckers out there who's just as capable of doing the same quite frankly (laughs) there are many of us who are not even having children so what, what happens with them so that cannot be the purpose of man. I don't believe that's the purpose. I don't believe that's our defining role. And that and that makes me realize that this label is just one small portion of who who we truly are. I know it's one small fraction of who I really am and it's just a small role that I play, you know, outside of that. I'm a creative, I'm I'm a fighter, I'm you know, I'm all of these different things encapsulated into this person that is your boy Zay, right? So, my thought is just that we have to allow ourselves to grow beyond and to be so much more than just the labels that's pushed upon us. And we have to be conscious enough to to understand that although labels are tossed our way, we have the power to define who we are whether we take on certain labels because hey it just fits and it allows the rest of society to be comfortable with whom we are because they have a better grasp or a little understanding of the different roles we play at the end of the day it's not the labels that define us it's our choices it's our actions it's our desire to be whom we are we define ourselves I'm not a father because that label was placed on me I'm a father because I choose to be. I created life. I could have been somebody who walked away and chose not to take on the label of father. In which case, I might have just been taking on the label of sperm donor or who, who knows, whatever the case may be. But I took on the label of father, but I'm not allowing that label to define me. And I think we're doing a serious disservice to ourselves when we allow other people and society, cultures in general to define us with their labels. It's a disservice to ourselves. It's a disservice to society. It's a disservice to the world. So I don't know about you, but I know for me, fuck that. I am who I am. I am greater and grander than any labels anyone wishes to place on me. And that's my final thoughts on the Anyway, that's our show for today, folks. 
Just wanted to dig in a little bit on this idea of labels as I've been having discussions with some of the other Cult of Dad team members, uh, some of the people in my own family recently in regards to uh, labels and how they tend to define us. It's been something that's on my mind, something that I wanted to talk about and just gain some additional clarity in my thoughts with regards to that. So I figured I'd chime in, share with the Cult of Dad fam, see what your thoughts and perspectives are. Be sure to hit the blog, www.cultureofdad.com. Leave a message, shoot me an email if you have some thoughts, some comments, some questions, any topics you want to discuss for the future for future podcasts or future posts. Definitely check us out. We're available on the Google Play, iTunes, wherever your major podcast distribution systems are at. Definitely check out Chill Lover Radio when you get a chance. They've got an amazing lineup of different podcasters and DJs. They're doing their thing. And once again, it's your boy Zay. I'm signing off. Peace. Peace.